You are listening to the Communication Charm podcast, episode number six. I'm your host, Johnny Kay, and this show is all about using your communication to create the impact you desire. Well, hello, charming communicator. How are you? I am wonderful and super excited about today's episode, because today we are talking about charisma. Now, in the previous episodes, we spoke about communication tactics like yes and, questions, labeling, mirroring and negotiating. And these tactics are more about the content of your message. In other words, it's about what you say. Now, charisma is different. What charisma does is it amplifies your impact. It amplifies the content of your message. So it's a personal magnetism. And when you have it, you're more influential, persuasive, and people want to follow you. They will trust you. So that's why I want to talk about charisma here today. If you use the communication strategies you learned in previous episodes and those you will learn in the future episodes and you're charismatic when using them, then your impact will truly skyrocket. You will be able to influence and achieve anything. So today you will learn what charisma is and how you can start using it and you will learn concrete strategies to increase your charisma. So let's get into it. I have excellent news for you. You are charismatic. You are charming. That's your essence. Your true essence and your authentic self is charismatic. Now, oftentimes we behave in ways that are not charismatic and our natural charisma, our true authentic self, is hidden. So when you want to be charismatic consciously, which is totally possible, you will need to decrease the behaviors that hinder your charisma. And at the same time, you will increase the behaviors that increase your charisma and let your true essence, your true self shine through. Now, because charisma is a set of behaviors, it's clear that charisma levels fluctuate because it depends on your behavior. One person can be charismatic in a moment and lose their charisma in a second if they change their behaviors. And this is great news. This means that you can consciously increase your charisma levels when you need it. It's a certain mental state and set of behaviors, and you can learn to use them in certain moments for peak performance. And the way I like to put it is think about pro athletes. Before their performance, you will see them with headphones, listening to certain music, eyes closed, visualizing their performance. Basically, what they do is they enter a mental state that prepares them for peak performance. They rehearse their performance in their minds. They rehearse every movement, 
and then they go and crush it because they are in that winning mental state. Now, from this, it's clear that charisma is not about faking it. It needs to come from within you. You need to create your best internal state internally, bring up your best self and then project it outside. That's how it works. So what are the behaviors that increase or decrease your charisma? There are three sets of behaviors that impact your charisma levels. These are presence, power and warmth. So let's start with presence. This is your charisma foundation. Without being present, there's simply no charisma. Sometimes when we talk about presence, we talk about executive presence, boardroom presence, gravitas. That's all based on staying present in the moment. Power is perception of your ability to affect the world around you. And this can mean many things. This can be your social status, your confidence, the way others respond to you. It can be physical strength. It can be money, profession, intelligence. And lastly, warmth tells us whether someone would be inclined to use whatever power they have in our favor. Basically, we're asking, are they friend or foe? It's friendliness. When you project warmth, you disengage the fight-or-flight instinct in your audience so they can relax, they will open to you and trust you. So these are the behaviors that create your charisma. And it's awesome to keep these in mind and consciously work on staying present, projecting power and warmth. Now, I will give you concrete strategies that will increase these behaviors. And to do that, we will be playing with your mental state, your body language and your words. And it's in this exact order. Because remember, everything starts with your internal state. So let's start with the mental strategies. How can you create a strong presence? Mindfulness techniques will help you here. Meditation is amazing. If you have time to do a quick meditation before your event when you want to project charisma, absolutely do it. It will help you stay present. If you meditate every day, then it will be easier for you to stay present in any moment. Now, let's say you have just one minute for meditation. What can you do? Set a timer for one minute. Close your eyes and focus on your breath. Focus on the sensations it creates in your nostrils or stomach as it goes in and out. Another technique you can use is to focus your attention on the sensations in your toes. This is a wonderful strategy, also in the middle of a conversation. Let's say you're in a conversation with someone or at a meeting and you notice that you're somewhere else with your thoughts. Focus on your toes for a moment 
and you will be in the present moment immediately. Once you're there, re-engage in the conversation. So why is this so important? Because people notice. If you don't listen to them and you're somewhere else with your thoughts, they will notice. And that's the opposite of charisma. Because charisma is not only about how you feel, but also how you make other people feel. And the way you want them to feel when they are talking to you is like they are the center of the universe. Remember from episode 4 when we spoke about labeling, people love when someone listens to them with attention. So be a great listener. Now what about power? How can you generate a powerful mental state? Well, a powerful mental state comes from feeling confident, proud and appreciating yourself. And I have great news. You can absolutely create those feelings within yourself. You don't need anyone else to do it for you. The biggest mistake I see people make is they wait for someone's approval to create pride. They think that they need to do something to feel proud and confident. It's actually the opposite that I found to be true. It's when you feel proud of yourself, when you want to take more action and achieve more and generate even more pride. And when I talk about creating confidence, I actually prefer to talk about pride. And the reason is because pride is a little easier to generate, it's more concrete. Pride is a feeling of pleasure or satisfaction as a result of your achievements, past, present or future. We all have felt proud, we all have felt this pleasure that comes from achieving something. It's actually our natural state. Pride is easier to generate and with pride actually comes confidence. Now, the key here is not to be proud only of what you did in the past. Remember, pride is a feeling of pleasure or satisfaction as a result of your achievements, past, present or future. Create this feeling of pleasure as often as possible. Feel pride for showing up making contribution and adding value. Now, I encourage you to feel proud of the actions you take, of the effort, regardless of the results. You can generate all these feelings like pride, confidence and appreciation in this moment right now. You can create it by your thoughts. So ask yourself, what am I proud of? Now, here's the thing. Look into the past, the present, and most importantly, the future. Feel proud for your plans, because that's what's gonna create the confidence to take the action to create what you want in the future. I want to offer another exercise here. Ask yourself, if I fast forward a year, what would I feel the most proud of? Then ask. How would I make myself proud with my thinking, feelings and actions right now? And when you can answer this question, my friend, 
you will know exactly where you want to go in your life. And then go do it. Go do hard things. That's how you make yourself proud and confident. Find many reasons to be proud every day. Train your brain to generate these feelings of pride, confidence and appreciation. Make yourself proud for adding value, contributing and helping. That's how you will increase the sense of purpose too. Another definition of pride is having a high opinion of your actions. Now, sometimes people tell me that this feels boastful and contrived. And I tell them that the opposite is true. Pride, confidence and self-appreciation are your natural state. Looking down on yourself is contrived. Looking at your accomplishments as insignificant is contrived. And it's not useful. It doesn't feel good and it doesn't create more goodness in the world. When you're not proud, it creates a feeling of not giving yourself the emotion of accomplishment. So this is how you generate confidence. I encourage you to do it every day. Train yourself for confidence. Feel proud, do hard things and then feel even more proud for your accomplishments. So it's important to make this your daily practice to have a general feeling of pride and confidence all the time. And I also want to offer a visualization which you can do before an important event to create a feeling of pride and confidence within yourself. So close your eyes and relax. Employ your senses as you focus on a moment in your life when you felt an absolute triumph. Get into that feeling. Hear the sounds in the room, the murmurs of approval, the swell of applause. See people's smiles and expressions of warmth and admiration. Feel your feet on the ground and the congratulatory handshakes. Above all, experience your feelings, the warm glow of confidence, pride and appreciation rising within you. I also want to offer another practice when you're in the middle of the event and you need to increase your confidence in the moment. Imagine getting a great hug from someone you trust for 20 seconds. Of course, you may not have 20 seconds, but if you do, this is remarkably effective. Then bring yourself back into a state of confidence. Remember a moment in your life when you felt absolute triumph. Thanks to your brain's inability to distinguish imagination from reality, your body will be filled with the same cocktail of chemicals. It's like playing chemist with your brain. This will change your body language into exactly what you need to be impressive, persuasive and inspiring again. If a negative thought appears, don't believe it and just say Thank you thought for trying to protect me, but you're not useful and I'll not listen to you now. And then change your focus on positive thoughts and feelings. Ask yourself what's awesome and amazing about this situation. That was confidence. Now let's talk about warmth. And for warmth, you will want to generate a feeling of love. 
You want to love your audience. Send them love and see them with warmth, kindness and compassion. Now, before entering the situation, be clear on your intentions. Your intention is to look for the good in them. See them as a good person. If it's someone who is difficult to deal with, then you want to generate even more compassion and power. Those were some mental strategies. And remember again that everything starts with your mental state. And to be charismatic, you need to be present and generate a feeling of confidence, love and compassion towards your audience. So the second set of strategies is body language. So how can you project power with your body language? Be a big gorilla. Use this when you want to feel and broadcast confidence. For instance, before a key meeting. Make sure you can breathe. Loosen any clothing if needed. Stand up and shake up your body. Take a wide stance and plant your feet firmly on the ground. Stretch your arms to the ceiling. Stretch your arms to the walls on either side of you. Inflate. Try to take up as much space as possible. Roll your shoulders down and then back. Imagine yourself as a four-star general reviewing his troops. Puff up your chest, broaden your shoulders and put your arms behind your back. Now, during your day, just think big gorilla and make yourself bigger. Inflate your chest and take a winning stance, which is shoulders down and back, open torso and confident posture. With this body language, you will look like a winner and you will feel confident. Now, let's talk about hand gestures. Use purposeful hand gestures because this will increase both your power and warmth. Power, because you will communicate on two levels, verbally and with your hand gestures, and people will perceive you as confident. Also, when you show your hands, it signals to your audience that you have nothing to hide. They will feel safe, and so it will increase your warmth. Now, the gestures really need to be purposeful and deliberate. So the type of gestures I recommend are listing, like 1, 2, 3, you can show the numbers with your fingers, sizing, so whether something is small or big, you can show this easily with your hands. And then if you're talking about something personal, you can put your hands near the area of your torso. So remember, as a charismatic person, you want to use clear and purposeful hand gestures. What part of your face do you think is the most expressive? It's your eyes. And the reason is that the muscles around your eyes are the most mobile area in your face. You know the saying, eyes are the window to the soul. And it's absolutely true. Using eye contact will build trust and produce connection. Now, a good rule of thumb for eye contact is to hold it for around 60% of the time. Then, super important facial expression is, of course, a genuine smile. 
A genuine smile is that type of smile when you don't smile just with your mouth, but also with your eyes. Now let's talk about voice. With your voice, you can effectively project both your power and warmth. If you want to broadcast power through your voice, speak slowly. Visualize the slow, empathic tone of a judge delivering a verdict. Make pauses. People who broadcast confidence often pause while speaking. They will pause for a second or two between sentences or even in the middle of a sentence. This conveys the feeling that they're so confident in their power and they trust that people won't interrupt. Drop intonation. Imagine a judge saying, this case is closed. Feel how the intonation of the word closed drops. Lowering the intonation of your voice at the end of a sentence broadcasts power. On the other hand, you also want to keep it fresh and entertaining, so don't be monotone. Use variation in your pitch and tone. Just at the end of a sentence, make sure that you drop your tone. Make sure you're breathing deeply into your belly and inhale and exhale through your nose rather than your mouth. Now, to increase the warmth of your voice, try speaking as if you're sharing a secret and play with your intonation. Now, we spoke about mental strategies, body language, and now I want to offer some words that will increase your perceived power and warmth. So remember, to increase power, we want to sound confident. So use words like, I am confident that... Talk about facts and data. Use words like brainstorm, strategize, effective, efficient, lead. Avoid hedges like sort of, kind of, just, I think. These are unnecessary. Just say what you want to say with confidence. To increase your warmth, use words such as happy to be here, let's connect, together, excited, collaborate, both engaged. All right, charming communicator, let me sum up for you what you learned today so that you can go apply it and be the most charismatic person in the room. So charisma is a set of behaviors and your level of charisma fluctuates based on how you engage these behaviors. The behaviors are presence, power and warmth. Mental strategies for charisma are Make your partner feel like they are the center of the universe. Be present and be a great listener. Generate feelings of confidence, pride and admiration within yourself by visualizing moments of absolute triumph. Feel the feelings and project them outwards. Send love to yourself and your audience. Have the intention of looking for the good in yourself and your audience. Look for things you have in common so you can say me too. For body language, be the big gorilla. Take space. Take a winning stance. Open your torso. Bring your shoulders down and back. Make yourself as big as possible. Maintain eye contact for about 60% of the time and genuinely smile. 
use purposeful hand gestures like listing and sizing. Keep your voice playful. Play with your tone. Lower the intonation of your voice at the end of a sentence. Speak slowly. Make pauses and breathe deeply into your belly. Use words that project confidence, like I'm confident that, and warmth, like together, collaborate, engage. And this is how you will be charming and charismatic. I plan to talk more about body language, voice, likability in future episodes, but this is really important to know. Remember that you are charismatic. The only thing it takes to bring your charisma out is to decide to use it. So make that decision and let your charisma, your presence, confidence and warmth shine through. Remember, for more great communication resources, join me over at communicationcharm.com and get your copy of 12 proven communication tactics to make a positive impact immediately. Now, if you realize that you need one-on-one help from me, then reach out. Head on over to my website communicationcharm.com. If you like this podcast, subscribe, rate, review and share it with your friends. Thank you so much for listening, amazing, charming communicator. I'm looking forward to seeing you in the next episode.